Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachometh with the Las Vegas Kolel. The time has been telling us that oftentimes we either speak Lashon Hara or we're willing to listen to Lashon Hara, even though we know it's wrong. But the reason why we're doing it is because the person in our conversation is someone of influence. He's someone of stature. And I want to make sure I'm under his good graces. I want to make sure that because of his position economically, socially, I want to make sure he thinks highly of me. And therefore, I'm willing to transgress the prohibition of Lashon Hara and listen or continue a conversation of something that I know is wrong, but I want to flatter him. I want him to think highly of me, or conversely, I don't want him to think lowly of me. And that's why I'm willing to continue in a conversation of Lashon Hara, even though I know it's wrong. And the time tells us when we do that, we violate, in addition to all the other prohibitions of Lashon Hara, we violate, in addition, the prohibition of Hanifos, of flattering. The only reason why I'm listening or continuing continuing this conversation is because I want to get under his good graces. That's flattery, that's chanifos, and it's prohibited. And the Chavot Haim actually brings the story in the Talmud which tells and that during the times of the Second Temple, there was a ruler over Judea. His name was Agrippas. Now Agrippas Hamelch, Agrippas the ruler, the king, he wasn't halachically Jewish. And one day Agrippas was studying from the Torah and he came across the verse that tells us that only a Jew may be appointed as a ruler over the Jewish people. And Agrippas started crying. He realized he's not halachically Jewish and he reads this verse in the Torah which says uh, the Jews may only have a Jewish ruler on top of them. And he began crying, recognizing that this is problematic. Now, there were rabbis that were present when this all took place. And these rabbis were a little uncomfortable because they wanted to get under Agrippas' good graces. They didn't want him to think negatively about them. And they go to Agrippas and they say, Oh, don't worry, Achinoata, you're our brother. You're good. And the Talmud says, because the rabbis in that moment were trying to flatter Agrippas, they knew that indeed the halacha was, the law was, he wasn't appropriate as a ruler over the Jewish people. But because they wanted to be mechanif, they wanted to flatter Agrippas, the, the Talmud says they were, they were really chayiv kaloya. They were really deserving of the total destruction. They, were, they should have been killed, as it were, from, the, from heaven. That was how egregious the sin of chanifos, of flattery, was and indeed the Chavetz Chaim tells us he says according to many opinions when it comes to the prohibition of chanifos of flattery a person has to be willing to give up their life as opposed to violate the transgression of chanifos of flattery now the Chavetz Chaim concludes that most Rishonim or many of the Rishonim disagree that's not the halachic ruling and it's a matter of halachic debate now. I'm not here to rule on the halacha of that. It seems that in the end, the Chavetz Chaim says, one does not need to give up their life in order not to violate the prohibition of chanifos, of flattery. But it should serve as a tzir. It should show us just how egregious and how, how notorious a sin chanifos, flattery is. There are opinions that actually rule that a person is better off giving up their life than transgressing this law, than transgressing this prohibition. Again, that might not be, and it seems that that's not the actual halachic ruling, but the mere fact that there are some opinions that hold that way, it should show us a tzir, it should show us a demonstration of just how serious a transgression chanifos is, just how bad of a prohibition, how bad of a thing it is to be mechanif, to flatter someone, to do something that I know is wrong. I know it's prohibited. I know it's against my personal standards of conduct, but I'm willing to do it because I'm intimidated or because I want to get under that person's good graces. We have to have the courage. We have to have the strength to do that which is right. 
If we know Lashon Hara is prohibited, whether we're on the listening side or on the speaking side, we've got to have the strength and courage not to transgress, not to violate it, even though I'm under tremendous social or economic pressure because the person in the conversation is a person of influence. I've got to recognize that's the prohibition of Hanifas, it's the prohibition of flattery. We have to have the courage, the strength to go and be consistent with our personal conduct, with our personal values.